Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to 10% Happier early and ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. From ABC, this is the 10% Happier Podcast. I'm Dan Harris. Hey guys, it's Friday, so we're dropping a bonus meditation. This one is from the peerless George Mumford, who's a terrific person. This meditation is also available in the 10% Happier app, along with a bunch of meditations specifically designed to help everybody through this fraught moment in history, specifically as it relates to race. George is a world-renowned meditation teacher. He's written a book called The Mindful Athlete, and he has worked with some of the best pro athletes on the planet, including Michael Jordan and the late Kobe Bryant. In this meditation, George talks about how to sit with fear, not lose yourself, and act with a clear mind. Here we go. George Mumford. Hi, this is George. Welcome to this meditation session. When we get into this I, me, or mine, where it's all about me mode, that is usually coming from a place of self-centered fear. Once we recognize that, then we can realize, okay, it's fear. We're not seeing things clearly, and we're seeing things in a way where we feel threatened. And so once we understand that, and once we recognize, okay, this is just a mind state, it's like I got on the fear glasses, so everything I see is going to give me a feeling of, of fear. And it's interesting because I read in a book uh, where they use the acronym of fear as false evidence appearing real. It's not the fear that's the problem. It's the shutting down. It's the closing off of the heart and of the mind. And so what we need to do is just step back and to observe and go back to the basic fundamentals of, you know, why am I seeing things the way I'm seeing them? Is there one thing in here I can control? And usually that is, yes, we cannot control the, the stimulus, but we can control the response. It's more about stepping back and not being identified with what's going on, but just saying, even if something is a mistake or viewed as failure, it's not who I am. It's just an event. We can step back and say, okay, let's let it go and begin again. So as we begin this meditation, settling down, sitting um, in a relaxed posture, just to tune into the body as a whole and scanning down from the top of the head. Our temples, space in between the eyes, the nose, the mouth, the tongue, coming down the back of the head and feeling the back of the neck. Coming down to the, the shoulders and the underarms, the whole arms, the upper arms, the lower arms, the sternum and the chest, the belly. Coming down, just relaxing. The pelvic region and the pelvic girdle, the genitals, the, the upper legs the knees all the way down, the lower legs, the feet, 
and the toes, the ankles, just feeling the whole body being relaxed and alert. As we breathe in and as we breathe out, we can feel the body as a whole. And we can sense the fact that we are sitting and breathing. We're just settling back in this relaxed, alert receptivity of allowing all the objects to come and go, and allowing ourselves to be with wherever we most vividly experience the breath. There's no need to grasp or engage, disallowing. And as we're sitting and breathing and knowing it, if you happen to be distracted by something that is pulling your awareness away from the body and the breath, you can create space for it by just allowing it to be there. Just tune into the body and see if there's a way of feeling the sensations of that thought or that sound, that image.
And after you've given it some attention, and you can just let that go, going back to the body as a whole, and just being with the body and the breath. Remembering the body, remembering the breath, and we're right there. There's this gentle ease, this gentle resting and allowing, sitting and breathing and knowing it.
And when you're ready, just breathing in. And when you breathe out, letting go of the body, letting go of the breath, letting them dissolve in the background, and gently and slowly opening your eyes and bringing your awareness into the, the room. And thanking ourselves for taking this time. We have the seeds for both love and fear. And the question is, how do we relate to our experience in a way where we're feeding the love, the compassion, the community, sense of community, a sense of being connected? And so that's where our intentions or our thinking has to be, thinking that is conducive to wholesomeness, to feeling whole, feeling a part of. So any of those positive emotions like happiness, love, compassion, loving kindness is an antidote to hatred as well as fear. The compassion is conducive to understanding that as I experience my suffering, it enhances my ability to feel other people's suffering without identifying with it so that there's a movement of a heart towards the other. I'll give you an example. When the marathon bombing occurred, there were two explosions. When the explosion went off, people weren't running away from the explosion. They were running towards it. That's the movement of the heart when we have compassion. You move towards it. You're not thinking about yourself. You're thinking about the other. And 9-11, the same thing happened. You had people reaching out. You had other countries reaching out. When Hurricane Katrina happened, you had people reaching out, wanting to help. It was a movement. It was beyond gender, race, political party. It's just that movement. So we're wired for compassion. We're wired for altruistic activity. This is the end of today's session. I hope you enjoyed it. Big thanks to George. And we will be back on Monday with a fresh episode. In the meantime, everybody stay healthy and uh, as sane as possible. If you like 10% Happier, and I hope you do, uh, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery dot com slash survey you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours activities excursions and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. 
Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.